Apparently, pressing it twice is the key to victory. Live, doesn't work. Set it live again, works perfectly. Welcome to the WAN show. It's gonna be awesome this week. I hope the uh, two Linus faces brought you right into this video. Uh, there is a leak, AMD Ryzen 7 3800X Geekbench leak. Also a rumor, all, all the hard facts this week about Intel uh, gonna be slashing prices ahead of the Ryzen 3000 launch. Um, and don't worry, Linus is gonna be sitting here soon enough. He's just finishing a video, and I'm sitting here, so Luke has a real flesh bag to talk to. Yeah! And he's gonna talk to you about Ubuntu dropping 32-bit support, Linux stuff. Google not making tablets, and a bunch of other cool, fun, entertaining things. Uh, and, and stay around for the intro. Roll the intro. I'm just, oh. The seat represents our love. <laughs> the love seat. Hello. Hello. Oh wait, this part. Uh, display. Yeah. Display. Yeah. And I don't know how to funny sound this, but merch is cool and stuff. Lit store. Yeah. Lit store. Yeah. I just realized we didn't have someone. Hey, Linus is set over up there. the camera. Yeah, they're but, done. You know, it works either way. Let's start I'm with uh, Ubuntu. Let's leave the juicy Ryzen topics Ooh. for here. You can scoot over. Linux me. Leave the juicy Ryzen topics for when when Linus is here. Ubuntu is dropping 32-bit support. It's all it's all sad and 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 dying dreams. Except for most people are on 64-bit anyways, and. I would say the majority of modern apps are running 64-bit. Not, cool. not, not Steam. Not Steam. And some other actually fairly mission-critical apps for some people. But it's not the end of the world because 18.04 long-term support uh, is, is going to be fine. It will, it will keep on going, so it'll be okay. It's future launches that they're talking about. Um, you're going to have to eventually kind of shove off of the 32-bit system, which is going to be a problem. We see, like, when Windows is like, okay, we're not going to support Windows XP anymore, and we tell you guys, like, six years in advance, and then entire airports have massive problems. So you don't think this is going to be a big kick in the butt? Oh, God, no! No! <laughs> please. Um, please, Linus, relieve me. <sighs> Do I get? Do I take my chair or do I take your chair? Here, let's 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 do a whole full swap. Oh Look, wow! There you go. This is awkward. No, it's your chair. Oh lordy! <laughs> I have a shirt on. They want Wait, me to wear. I got it. No, do your thing. No, it's a triple XL. Oh no! A triple XL. I can't do it. All right, that's fine. Just uh, no, I had a medium before. What happened to it? I was. I swear, I was holding a. Welcome to the organized show. Medium, yeah. It's on time. We're wearing the right shirts. Yeah. Okay, uh. so Ubuntu is killing future 32-bit support. Oh really? Oh, it's about time. Yeah, it's been a while. Are the, people mad? I bet people are mad. People are probably mad. One funny thing that isn't gonna work is Steam. Oh. Kind of weird. And I looked it up, and as far as I can tell, there is no official Steam announcement. Steam is still 32-bit, isn't it? <laughs> I guess like it doesn't need more than Not three really. point, whatever gigs Basically of RAM. Basically, a browser. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it like doesn't really matter. I remember. You know, it's funny because I remember back when. Um, I remember back when Windows XP x64 was like, the thing that if you were uh, a sucker for punishment, you yeah. were playing around with because yeah. you were like. Well, I got this 64-bit processor. I'm gonna use it. Um, I definitely ran it at one point. Actually, not any worse than Vista 64. From <laughs> my perspective, at least from my experience. And um, where was I XP64 right. was one of the operating systems that people would complain about that I just never had a problem with. I I remember it. I remember noting that Steam was 32-bit only, and being like. Is this just part of like them, their whole hate on for Microsoft or like what's what's their deal? And no, I guess they just didn't feel like it. Just like never is that? Bothered. Is that so, how that went down? And I don't. I, as far as I know, there's no official word of them switching. But there's going to be a long-term support version of Ubuntu that's going to keep supporting 32-bit for quite a while. Our it's stream just, is unlisted right now. Work. That's why only 300 people are watching. Why is it unlisted? I have no idea, but I just set it to public. So. Uh, Cool. Hey! 
hey, hey, hey. Welcome everyone else who is uh, who is tuning in now that they're actually getting a notification. Sweet. Um, wah, wah. Sorry, I didn't know it was even I a guess, thing. Yep. Oh, that's def. That's most assuredly a thing. And while I'm All at right. it, I'm going to check and see if Jake ever uploaded the VOD for that video that we did earlier. That's hey. a that's a feature that Full Plane's probably not going to be getting anytime soon. Unlisted oh, live streams. You have got to be kidding me, Jake! You you didn't you didn't upload the vod for that thing we did the AK camera. No, by upload oh I meant oh upload it, like live. <laughs> well, now we're str like no, we can't. Oh my god, we can't launch it now. Like needed to go up. Speaking of launching it now. If you're a Floatplane subscriber, we have an app for you now. It's on the Android store. Look it up. It's actually really awesome. It's missing some features. More features are coming. Um, but as of right now, for general stuff, it's actually a really good experience. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. Um, How are you yeah, doing? We can, I'm all How's right. How's your day going? I actually had a pretty rough day today. It seemed like it before you even got on the show and realized that it was unlisted and right. the other video was not pushed. So Floatplane, we've got... The float plane. It, I'm kidding. I'm nice. kidding. We're not nice. Nice. We're not nice. nice. Yeah. Okay. Now it cancels your search. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's unreal, hey? That's kind of not a great experience. Hey. Hey. hey! There it is. This app is compatible with some of your devices. Hey! wonder which ones. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Just tech reviewer problems. <laughs> I thought I had a lot. That's wow. insane. Uh, is it actually compatible with my Casio phone, uh, smartwatch? It says no. Oh, oh wait. It, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Just, they're just all on here. Okay. Yeah. I was going to be pretty impressed, Luke. <laughs> be like, Jaden, wow. Wow. Just wow. That's really impressive. That's pretty, that's pretty good. If <laughs> I can watch flow plane videos on my watch. <laughs> you really went all the way out there. So, yeah, we tried to shoot the conclusion for... Six video editors, one CPU today. Okay. And between the um, display, like long display port cables, you know, just it's a up. problem. Yeah, they just, they just don't work. Yeah. Um, so between long display port cables that don't work, and um, potentially some kind of networking issue, I'm having a real bad time, real bad time with it. And so the editing den right now is basically a flying spaghetti monster of USB extension cables and DisplayPort extension cables, and um, there's a will, giant tower in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, I will say, I walked past it, and I was like, that's crazy, he's gonna be late. <laughs> the whole thing just looked nuts. I was like, this can't be, this can't be good. And I just got confirmation that I am in fact not in the office on Monday morning. Um, so, I don't know how that's going to get finished because I'm going to Germany oh, next goodness. week. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty rough, and I'm apparently going camping this weekend, so I have no idea how any of that works. So this is <laughs> this is actually sitting in the middle of our editing room right now. That's the situation. Hey, but there's 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 RGB though. Yeah, and at least everyone on the left side of the frame is wearing the appropriate footwear yeah. to be working with such equipment. Uh, you know what? Why don't we just do some actual tech talk about news some tech here. news? Let's talk about some tech we news. We did technically start with tech news. We talked about Ubuntu. Did but you really? Let's jump. Well, yeah, you were here. You oh. talked about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and is that all we've done so far? That's all we've done so okay, far. Okay, cool. We can start from the top. Uh, yeah, uh, what's up, you guys? You're not here in the morning, I'm yeah, yeah, I, I had just actually made that discovery myself. Uh, that I, Well, not by myself. Colton messaged me. I'm apparently going camping. Yep. So um, the conclusion of that video <laughs> is basically on you guys to figure out. Um, we'll have someone host it. Yes, good luck. Okay. Uh, and what is it? Good night and good luck? Okay, is that okay. how it goes? Something like same that. Bad time, yeah, I, I, I actually really don't know what to do right now because... I also just haven't done like the hosted part at the beginning, and I should really I should really do that. Um, you should get so yeah we're like I can't I can't leave it like that all week, but I can't. Like, you should it, uh, you should get Jake to deep fake your face onto someone else. On Friday, we can do that. Okay, See? 
no, 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 no. He's not talking to you. Yeah, he's not talking to you. So sorry. Uh, what, what are we doing? What's the plan? To, guys, you're having the real behind-the-scenes experience. Ed, you might as well come on here. This, yeah. this is how we make videos. So, okay. can we not just disconnect everything? We can leave all the cables. We can tuck them away. Leave the cables, tuck them away. Take the okay. station and move it. Take the station and move it, and then what? Bring it back, oh, bring it back Friday. on Friday, yeah. Okay, but that, but that doesn't help Jake, like, diagnose it. How many videos are you Jake's expecting from me next week? Jake's working on the weekend? No, he's not. Yeah. How, not how, many, many, how many videos do you need next not week? That not that many. How many is not that many? Because sometimes you say not that this many, and then you're like... Eight. All right, I'm pulling it out. Let's look. Let's look. All right, all right. These conversations are so much more comfortable when you're not actually like responsible for any of it. Three. three. <laughs> I have three for next week. You only had us down for three, but did that assume that we actually hit seven this week? We hit seven. Did we hit seven? Yeah, we hit seven. I keep telling you, we hit seven. Oh, so I didn't even <laughs> need to do that. Yeah, I don't wow. think so. Okay. Um. Okay. So then, as long as I come in on Friday and we shoot the conclusion, then it's all good. Yep. Uh, will post. Why don't you guys just leave it in there and then Jake can like fix it and then we'll fix it. it when we can. Yeah. Okay. So when people are like on lunch, he can go in, use their workstation, tool around with it. Okay. Sure. Okay. So Jake, one other thing is maybe try the other fiber op optic cable, the 25 footer. Maybe see if that one has compatible transceivers, if that actually is the problem. You told me there was a 25 footer. Oh, was that the copper one? Oh, okay. You should tape down that copper cable so it doesn't get closed in the door again. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to WAN Show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh man. That was great. I yeah, I'm having I'm having a rough day. But you know what? Not as rough a day as Intel. So our big story today is of course from guru3d.com. There are leaked benchmarks of the Ryzen 7 3800X. In Geekbench, it apparently performs roughly similarly to a Core i9-9900K. And that is a super terrible situation for our friends over at Intel, courtesy of our also friends over at AMD. So not only is this bad because the 3800X is going to be cheaper than a 9900K. It's actually amazing. It's just bad for Intel. Yeah, yeah, bad for Intel. Good for everything else. Is there anyone else this is bad for? Intel shareholders? Okay. Um, but I would bundle them in as Intel like Intel. fanboys. Whatever. They don't count. They, they're people. Okay. Fanboys are people too. I disagree. <laughs> they are not people. Okay. So anyway, so this is bad news for Intel because not only is the 3800X cheaper than a 9900K, yeah. it isn't even the top of AMD's lineup. Let that's, that sink in for a minute. That's pretty dirty. So the 3800X has a base clock of oh. 3.8 and boost of up to 4.5. Uh, from the look of things, memory was not configured correctly at only 2133 megahertz. And the test platform had a 3800X with an X470 board instead of an X570 board. So it wasn't even on the optimal chipset for this CPU. Now that's not to say that um, we expect a chipset change to make an enormous difference to performance. It's just that the X570 chipset does have support for PCI Express Gen 4, so it will have performance advantages if you have components that leverage that. And the word on the street is that the X570 boards that are coming out have, in terms of ASUS's ROG boards anyway, much better optimized um, memory traces, and they said there was some other secret sauce they wouldn't tell me because they didn't want people to copy it, which could result in higher memory speeds, which would have a performance impact. So we're not saying that it's a bad situation we're now, we're just saying that if they were running on like an ROG board that's an X570, it could be quite a bit faster. Oh. So, um, yeah. One thing is that in single threaded, as you might expect, 9900K is still a little bit faster. We're talking 1%. Okay, yeah, that's with faster memory, okay. There was apparently a situation where it was like 14% better on a single thread, um, on a singular thread. Uh, but that was with faster memory on the 9900K. That was with faster memory, yeah. Oh boy. So, so in response, Intel is possibly going to slash some prices. This is a rumor. The previous one was a leak. We're dealing with a lot of like, kind of, you know, 
not the the absolutely most reliable information here, but they all seem kind of realistic. So, I mean, if I was Intel, that would pretty much be what I was doing. Yeah. I think their shortages are mostly resolved at this point. So, really? yeah, they're a lot better now than they were like okay, yeah. before last yeah. year. Would I, you say sorry, resolved? No, though? resolved was the wrong word. Improved? Resolved was absolutely, yeah, um, less bad. Less bad. Let's go with less bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, if there wasn't competition, I don't think they're at the point where they would be cutting pricing. But to me, this is really less of an indication that Intel is, uh, you know, that their supply is better and more of an indication that they think in order to sell the supply that they have, um, that's the pricing that they think they need to be at. So the thing about chip manufacturing is you don't like, it's not like hand making, um, you know, designer wallets on Etsy or something where <laughs> you you know if you get an order for 10 you can be like oh well I'll just make 10 this week and then if you get an order for one you can be like oh, that's chill I'll go do something else uh, it's not like that ramping production up and down is an enormous undertaking so it's actually far better I mean, that's where you end up with like, um, you know, flash or memory manufacturers selling DRAM and selling NAND flash at a loss because you are better off just slashing your prices like it's a commodity and ignoring your costs than you are like turning off a fab. Like you lose less if, I, if that makes sense. Yeah. Losing 10%, making stuff and then selling it at a 10% loss is less harmful than just shutting down the fab which is sort of crazy. Um, so Intel is not gonna adjust their production in all likelihood, I don't have confirmation on that. They're just gonna slash their pricing yeah. so that they can keep moving the same volume because that keeps the machine operating smoother. Um, Sidebar thing, I would love to see a skit with Hipster Linus making Etsy products. Oh man. I only got one order for a wallet. That's chill. I'll just like, I'll do something else, you know? It's fine. I'll design a new Etsy product. Go make some videos. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go make some videos. My Etsy store would be full of like the stupidest stuff. <laughs> oh man. I mean, you guys have seen me try and do arts and crafts. Tech Showdown was not a popular series for us. <laughs> uh, have yeah. we done our... Um... Long term it did not as bad as you might expect. It didn't do great. But I think some of them did better than we than we thought. They had a little bit more of a tail than I expected. Have we done our sponsor spots? We've done the intro. We have not done our sponsor spots. We haven't cool. been live very long, though. Uh, all right. Doesn't matter. Display. LMG.gg slash display. When display is the artwork you can hang on your wall that's made of metal, but that won't cut you. Whoa. They're durable. You don't need any power tools to mount a display art piece. They've got over a quarter a million different arts spanning a bunch of different styles and influences. And with their easy magnetic mounting, there's no holes in the wall. It's easy to straighten out if anything goes wrong, and they're replaceable. They plant 10 trees for every display it's sold. So head to lmg.gg slash displaywen and use code LTT to save 15% today. Beautiful. Also sponsoring the show today is private internet access. With yeah. PIA, you get support for a variety of VPN protocols and types of encryption and authentication, allowing you to dial in exactly the level of privacy protection that you need. They've got apps for Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, Linux, and Google Chrome with support for several other platforms coming. And you can connect up to five devices at once on a single account. Their apps include DNS leak protection and IPv6 leak protection, and their internet kill switch will block all traffic if the VPN becomes disconnected unexpectedly. Check it out today at lmg.gg piawan. Finally, the Linus Tech Tip Store. Grab a shirt, grab a hoodie, grab a water bottle, cable ties at lmg.gg slash store. Uh, I think the water bottles are restocked now. So Peter bought one. Yes, we have lots of them. Sick. Yeah. I would have just given him one. I know, I told him that. Okay. Yeah. But he got one and he received it. That was cool, I guess. He likes it. The system works. Yeah. It's good. Ugh. We actually have some. Uh, we actually have some new merge pictures. Oh. Okay. I'm. Uh, I, I was the uh, photographer mm. for them. So I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna pull this up and share oh, it with that, you. Is that... This is that. Okay. So this is a teaser for an upcoming video. 
I don't want to say too much because I don't know what's public. Yeah, very little is public, actually. Okay. This okay. is going to be a pretty fantastic video. Uh, so I'm just going to pull this up. So basically, Brandon gets pretty triggered every time someone messages him on Twitter and is like, I want to be a great photographer. What camera should I buy? And he's like, all right. So it's hard to give you the right answer when you're asking the wrong question. Because becoming a photographer is about developing a style, um, learning the fundamentals, you know, understanding the correct way to take a photo so that you can push the boundaries and experiment with the art form. Note that I didn't say anything about your camera. Okay, another way to trigger Brandon. Show him one of those keynotes for a cell phone launch where they say, take DSLR-like photos with your phone. Yeah. He'll be like, no, that's just actually not how that works. So on the one hand, Brandon gets triggered if you ask him which camera to buy to make you a better photographer. But on the other hand, he gets triggered if you tell him that a phone is just as good as a real camera. So <laughs> this is great. Brandon actually came up with the idea, and we got in a camera that he was really excited to play around with. 51 megapixels, is it? 51.4, yeah. 51.4 megapixels. So this is the Fujifilm GFX 50R. 50R. So crazy camera. Like, crazy camera to the point where I'm sure people out there would think, wow, with a camera like that in my hands, I could be a photographer, no problem. Um, and so what, we, what he came up with was we weren't really sure how to like, make a video about a product like that because it's a medium format camera, which is really designed for a certain type of work. Like it's, it's a tool designed for a certain type of job. You'd say high fashion photography, um, you know, anything that you were to photograph that you would expect to print the size of you know, the side of a building, you would capture with a camera like that. Like the level of detail that it can capture is incredible. And I kind of forget where I'm going with this very rambly story, but long story short, Brian and I were talking and he kind of pitches me this crazy idea and he goes, how about this? We do a photography challenge, but we take an inexperienced photographer and I am at best an inexperienced photographer. I think that's generous. We take an inexperienced photographer, we arm them with the GFX 50R, and then we put them up against an experienced photographer with a smartphone. And we resolve once and for all, does a smartphone hold up against a real camera? And once and for all, does an amazing camera turn you into a photographer if you're just some random scrub? I love part of this concept because you're basically making him fight against himself. Because yeah. if he does too good of a job, <laughs> so Brandon with a Pixel 3 versus me with a Fujifilm GFX 50R. Um, now, I'm not going to share a ton of this with you, but I I'm just want to show you guys one of my photos. Um, some of them are just far too spoilery, but... <laughs> it's like I intensely feel like, out of focus. I feel like this needs to be on the store at some point, okay? I mean, it's wonderful. Oh, it's not. It was just loading. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, the highlights are a little, a little blown out on that one. Yeah. Part um, of his face is like actually just pure white. Yep, yep. I mean, it is Colton, though. It's probably pretty close. So in fairness to me, yep. like you shine a light <laughs> at Colton. The guy's pretty white. Does he have uh, bottoms on at all? No, oh, no, no. Okay. He doesn't have um, pants oh, on. Right. Uh, my understanding is that he was wearing underwear, Some okay. but it's possible he wasn't. I have no way of uh, verifying that he was, in fact, wearing underwear. Okay. Um, anyway, guys, look forward to this video. If nothing else, it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, if nothing else, seeing Colton with no pants on, 10 out of 10. And there's, there's, there's far... What? What? <laughs> There's, there's far worse. Oh, no. So I'm sorry, guys. I really can't show this to you guys because it's going to be such a moment in the video. But oh. uh, make sure you don't miss the photography challenge. 
Um, oh, I'm actually geez. very proud of this photo. Oh my god! <laughs> That's amazing. You guys need to put that on a wall. So, uh, okay, oh, okay, all right. Just because it's so awkward. It's it's That's pretty wonderful. it's pretty out there. So uh, have um, you seen that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's seen, he's seen all of it. He's seen all of it. So oh, guys, okay. I mean, should I? You know what? I will give you I will give you one small spoiler. It's really close. Like this does not end up being a blowout. So no matter what you think, <laughs> no matter what preconceived notions you come into this video with, you're right. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, people are so mad in chat. But what? I'm so me not showing them the, any of those pictures. Oh, you can't wait for the video, yeah, man. Guys, it's like actually. Come on. I really can't. I really can't yeah. show you. I really can't show yeah. you. I did show you. It's like if we showed the benchmarks for every benchmarking video on Wayne Show before the video came out. Yeah, it is actually pretty much exactly like, like a, that. It's a problem. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what so, else we got for news? Some crazy stuff. Google, done making tablets. That's not crazy. It's crazy that they ever thought Three was... people cried. <laughs> and no one else cared. It does suck because competition reasons. Yeah. I saw, so I well, stole that from Marquez because he made a tweet about that. It's okay. very valid. Is Outside it, of that, I don't care. Were they competition? But who else was? But were they competition? Not really. But literally it would have been nice no if they stayed in it and like actually tried. L literally, no one was competition. The yeah. iPad stands alone as the tablet that and it has should bother for buying. a long time. Like the thing is, I'm an Android. I'm even an Android user. Like the, you, you'll you'll pry Android my Android phone suck. from my cold dead fingers. But Android is so poorly optimized as a tablet experience. What annoys me too is Android in tablet mode looks beautiful and sucks I don't know it's annoying anyways yeah that's yep. basically all we have to say about that um, um, really we, we can't give any details Google For is no longer planning to make any tablet hardware going forward and will put all resources behind laptops in the future Chrome OS yeah. Chrome OS is the future Google had two smaller tablets in the works both have been cancelled pixel slate was Google's uh, first Chrome OS tablet, but it worked best when docked with a keyboard and trackpad, also known as a laptop. Yeah. So yeah, they're not doing the tablets anymore, but Chrome OS is not canceled. Okay. I mean, you know, the thing about Chrome OS is like, I make a face whenever we talk about Chrome OS because yeah, it's simply it's not suitable for me. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that Chrome OS could make sense for. The only issue right now is that it has to be cheap. At the same price, I'll take Windows. I, I'd take Mac OS at the same price. But as long as Chrome OS keeps showing up on super cheap devices, then I guess. But as Microsoft continues to march toward Windows as a service and making all their money off of like Xbox subscriptions that people are running on Windows, wind, I, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to call it. Within the next... How many years am I going to give myself here? Oh, do I go aggressive or do I do I go conservative? I would go, considering the quality of some of the callouts that have been made on Wan Show. I'm going to do go, it. You're going to do it. I'm okay. going to go aggressive. I was going to say go kind of middle line. Three years, Windows is free. Three years. Yeah. Okay. I kind of knew where you were going, and I was kind of thinking five, but I. Don't. I was going to say five. Yeah. You know what? No. I'm going aggressive. Sticking I'll tell you what, three. tell you what, here's how I hedge my bets. I predict I line of Sebastian on this, the 21st day of June, 2019, predict that Windows will be free to install. Well, it will be announced that, win, okay. uh, that a free version of Windows is at least coming by three years from today. There, it will at least be announced, even if it's not quite available. I don't want to lose on a technicality like it's coming in the fall or something stupid like that. That's it. And the reason I call the reason I call three years is that we're going to be a couple years into the new generation of Xboxes. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be one of the ways that Microsoft is oh, going yeah. to um, monetize Windows without actually charging for licenses and. 
once Windows is free, I think Google has a problem for Chrome OS. Yeah. Why, why do I use Chrome OS at that point? Okay, maybe it's power efficient, but Windows for ARM also exists now, and there are devices that you can buy now if you're determined enough and you're crazy enough. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess there's the App Store. Like, if you're running on ARM, the Android Play Store is probably quite competitive. Hard to say. Yeah. When's uh, our Windows Store float plane app coming? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got it open there. I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> you know what? I am going to grill you on stream, though. Um, I am going to grill you right now. When is float plane launching? Define, we, define launching. Uh, more creators. More creators. More creators. So we have... Out of a, alpha into beta. I will, beta. We're beta calling launch. it beta? We're calling it beta. So when we bring on more creators, we're just calling that beta. Because we don't yeah. really have like a... We're calling that beta. Okay. Yeah. Um, so LTX is kind of the goal. We had a meeting about it today. The Floatplane crew had a meeting about it today. I asked everybody, we've got a deadline that is technically before LTX, but we have to finish before then so we can actually get creators on. I'm not going to say when that is. Um, and I was like, does anyone for any discernible reason think they can't be done in time? And it was just pure silence. Okay. And right before then, uh, one of the members of the team said their part would be done by this coming Friday conservatively, which is notably ahead of the deadline. Okay. There are... Some problems, like one of them, I'm not gonna name the company right now, but ooh, I'm seething. That email you saw- Is it the C word? Is now 32 emails long, and we still don't have a solution. Because they just won't do it? So far, no. It, the first email went out really, really early last Friday. Mm -hmm. It's technically been over seven days worth of 24 hour periods. Not really because it's not Saturday yet, but technically because it was sent so early on Friday. It's been over seven days um, And it is for Any tier we're on a high tier I'm not gonna say because it would give it away too easily But on any tier it's supposed to take roughly three days to do so it's been over seven days so far And it's three working days. So if they don't do it today, which I still don't have an email and it so, is now 6.08 p.m. So Pacific time. probably gone. Probably gone for the they're day. They're probably not going to do it on the weekend. So it's probably not going to be done until Wednesday, which is almost two weeks from when we first asked for it. And I am upsetty spaghetti. And we need that for the launch. Yeah. Of beta. Yeah. Okay. So everything else is on track, and we are currently being blocked by an external company. We're being C-blocked. Yes. Uh, in other news, Simone Geertz built her own Tesla truck. Yeah, super cool. So the source here Model Model 3. is obviously her channel. Yeah. But I'm not going to show you much of it because you should go watch you should it. Go give her views. There. That's all you get to see. Yeah. Just go watch it. Yeah. Go watch it later. And there's this, which is like the commercial for it, which is really cool and kind of fun and yep. stuff. But then she also has a video about like. She goes and buys the car, and then she drives around for a little bit, and then they, they modify it, and uh, she pulls in a bunch of friends, and it's, it's really cool. Um, so, this, yeah, the team essentially, I mean, okay, to be clear, like, they didn't scratch build a Tesla truck. They basically hacked the back off of a Model 3, uh, getting rid of the back passenger seats to make room for a DIY truck bed. So, like... And a uh, full sheet of wood pallet rack thing at the top, not pallet, uh, I don't remember what to call it. An 80 by whatever sheet of plywood. An 8 by 4? 8 by 4? Mm-hmm. Is that right? That well, that's what right. a standard sheet of plywood is. Okay, sure. That, uh, maybe I'm thinking inches or some, cr I don't know. Either way, that thing fits on the rails on top of the truck. Neat. Properly. Because it was like one inch away from fitting in the bed, but they couldn't do it. Oh. So, mounted up top now. It's really oh. cool. My back hurts. I'm fine though. <laughs> so does mine, but I'm sure for a completely. Do you want to play some Nano tonight? Yes. I got Yvonne into it. I saw. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, on yeah. Twitter. No, she's like, she woke up the next day. She's like, I was like, dreaming about settlement layouts. It's like so addictive. <laughs> I've been I've been playing Crosscode. Oh yeah, how do I you like it? I played it on stream for probably like two two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to keep streaming it. 
It's not a very no because you really actually need to focus. Yeah, especially when you're doing the puzzles in the dungeons. Like they're yeah. not the way they introduce game mechanics is not perfect. They introduce a new mechanic by basically plunking you in a room where that's the one thing that you need to like learn. But that's been. I'm not that far, obviously. It's a really long game, and I was taking my time with certain things. Like I, it's a I, long I noticed game. in like the first area, there's some jumping puzzle things to find special loot things, and I'm like, well, I'm getting these, which is also not that entertaining for the stream. But I was like, I don't care because I'm having fun. And, and then I found this one thing that's like, you need a key, and you should backtrack to find it. I'm like, well, I'm finding that key, and I have no idea where it is. You just need to like play the game. Yeah, and then you can go back like in. 15 or 15 uh, to 20 hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. No. Okay. Also, if you try to get every uh, every item, you will actually just snap your controller in half in frustration. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm super easy mode right now. So far, I've gotten all of them, except for the one that I need the key for. But I'm again, I'm in literally the starting area. So, yeah. <laughs> That's really hard. I'm sure. Yeah. Have you done all the quests in the uh, the starting harbor? I've done all but one. Um, have you done the one where there's like a... I need to find this thing. A smuggler? Oh, the no. The weapon smuggler? No, I haven't done all the quests in the starting oh, harbor. I did. That, that one's a real piss-off. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's fun. I like it a lot, actually. It feels probably exactly how it should feel. Yep. Um, I died once, but I died because I was an idiot. And when I died, I was like, yep, I'm an idiot. You'll die more. Okay. No, I'm sure. Um, I like, there was a corner, and I'm used to modern games where if you did like a dodge spin and you hit a corner, yeah. it would just like move you around it. Yeah. And this one's like, nah. Nope. So I spun into it all three times and then was like, oh. And now you can't move. I guess I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was really fun. Um, and I'm down for that. One more piece of actual news. Yeah. iOS 13 will remind you to cancel your subscription when you delete an app if it is managed through the uh, iOS store thing. That's pretty sick. It is. Yeah, because, like, it is so easy. Like, I don't, I don't look that closely at my credit card bill for anything that doesn't stand out. Yeah. Like, something that's, if like... If it's, like, a couple bucks. Two bucks. You're not going to think about it. I and, and it's, like, a weird company like i might think oh i just who knows right like there's there's a ton of things that you just use a credit card for um and you know it might like i travel a lot so maybe it was a i don't know maybe it was a tip at a restaurant like i don't know if it's like three or four like you never know but it's a pack of gum but it's 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 not like you know 50 bucks and i'm like whoa what is that so it's so easy for these little tiny things to kind of get overlooked for months at a time. And meanwhile, the app maker is just collecting that recurring revenue. So it's really cool that Apple has taken it upon themselves yeah. to remind users to cancel their subscription. Especially because... Really like this. It's a good move. You might remember to cancel your subscription if you see the little icon there all the time. And um, like, you might not want to bother because it's like annoying. But then eventually, if you're going to go un uninstall the app, you might jump into it and cancel your sub. But if you uninstall the app without thinking about it, you're very unlikely to look into canceling your sub in the future. Play Store apparently does it already, according to uh, oh, that's cool. Yugi Satan. I actually didn't know about that. I, I actually really subscribed have to very many things. never subscribed through an app. Me neither. I don't, yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything that I have in-app purchased. Everything that I was subscribed to personally is through a browser. By the way, someone, uh, I'm going to respond to your review, but someone reviewed during the WAN show the app and said it would be great if there was notifications. There are notifications. We just don't have a, uh, like, account control dashboard thing. So if you, I know it's coming, don't worry about it. There's some other stuff coming first. But if you go on the website and turn on notifications, you will get them in the app. I have app, a really crazy idea. Oh boy. So we, we missed our upload window spot for that um, reassembling the red 8K camera video. Okay. I think I'm gonna, hey, Ed. Yeah. We missed our upload slot for the red 8K camera reassembly video. What do you think of having one of the editors? Like, instead of just uploading it as a stream archive, why don't we cut it and like make it better? For like, uh... 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's any value to that? Uh, some, I was actually reading the comments, and some people did ask for that, so people it's worthwhile. Yeah, why don't we do a TLDR version, and then yeah. we can just leave the full stream unlisted, throw it in the video description. If people want to see the whole thing. That yeah. sounds sweet. Yeah. I would right. want that as a viewer. Yeah, and that saves us um, saves us a video. Yeah. Thing. You just generated a whole video. It's double dipping a little, I think, but I, I, I'm, you know what? <laughs> I'm letting it, I'm letting it slide. It's like I'm a real life slide. exploit. Um, what's the name of the game Luke enjoyed? Oh, he was, he's playing Crosscode. Cross code. Yeah, I, I played it, uh, I played it through over the last like few months. Really, really enjoyed I it. I think it's gonna take me a long time, because I'm a little completionisty about things. <sighs> don't. I know. Trust me, I just know. don't. I can let go of it eventually, but when I first start a game, I'm usually kind of that way. Don't. Just let it go now. Okay. It's like some of them are really hard. Like, so the it has this jumping puzzle mechanic where it's which really is kind of hard, and I think would be easier on a controller. Um, maybe yeah. Because doing the angled jumps is kind of hard on a. Keyboard. But the hard part sometimes is just finding where to get to it, and yes. a lot of the time, oh, like you'll go seven or eight screens over. So it's like it's a two D sprite based RPG. So it has like screens for the for the map that you kind of move over um so you'll go eight or nine screens over and you'll find the point where you can get up on the ledge and then you have to like make your way all the way back there and it, it, and i'll I, I i will criticize this particular aspect of the game most of the time what you find is crap that you don't need yeah it's most like, of the little loot box things i've opened is like oh okay it's like some items that you could just thrash some hedgehogs and then just go buy or just not buy because honestly i barely used items other than like sandwiches for health recovery at all there were a couple bosses where i was like okay i need a dps boost right now because this sucks but that was it yeah um what are you gonna say yeah the one thing that i don't like to be honest and it's gonna take me a little while to get used to is the like two and a half d nature of the game or sometimes, like, I can't really tell if another platform is higher or lower than mine. It takes In a while. In some scenarios, you can. You do get the hang of it. And I, I'm assuming I will eventually get the hang of it. And one thing that I did learn was if I just shoot it, depending on seeing where the projectile hits can sometimes tell me. Yep. Um, and, like, there's... But that, that has been a little frustrating so far. There's been some jumps where I'm like, yeah, I can make this jump. And then I jump and I just hit the wall and fall. And I'm like, oh, it was too high. Okay. Did we talk about LTX? Um, no. Do I have, uh, you know, oh, we should do, if there's a blog post, we should definitely uh, go through it. Updates. I wonder, did they put the, no, no it's not there. Wait, where's, uh, the I, map? Saw, I saw Colton a minute ago. Yeah, because we finalized the floor plan. Colton! Hey, Colton, are you around? No. Oh. He's gone. That's right, it was worth a shot. The map was cool. It was here last week. Did, did you, you guys the... talk about it last week? You were on the show, dude. Ah. Yes, we did. You and I talked about it. Did we? Did we yeah. show it? We showed it. Oh, we showed it. Yeah. Okay. We couldn't zoom in far enough to like show what each booth name was, but people were able to see the layout. People could see where the BYOC section was. They could see where the main stage was. All that fun stuff. We did so many like crazy videos in the last little bit. <laughs> The edit is almost done for the slow-mo does 240 hertz matter. Okay, that's cool. Um, we can probably talk about it a little bit, actually. Because there's, like, there's so much to this video that I feel like I'm not really spoiling anything by showing you guys some stuff from it. Hey, Ed. Ed, are you around? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, what's the file format for the, um, the images for the 240 hertz monitor video? Uh, are they just PNGs? Like, is it something I can open here? And are they just in L-Roll, or? No, I don't have Photoshop yeah. on this thing. All right, uh, well, the images are PNGs. The things with graphics are PSDs. Uh, oh, okay, cool. So if I fire this up, is this the Hitbox ones, or the Hitmarker ones? I think people have figured out that if they review the app no, right now, I get a notification. I think these are just uh, uh -oh. the raw My phone's blowing up. Oh, are these the screenshots <laughs> of like the, the shot, though? From the video, yeah. So this is every shot I took. Cool. Yep. 
Okay, neat. And is this how many frames in we were from first uh, from first pixel? Can't guarantee that. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about this a bit. This is really cool. Tell me, save the thing. Uh, save what thing? I kept the PSD with the hit markers. No, it's okay. I think it's all right. Okay, so this is cool. So um, what we're looking through right now is a gallery of ed freeze framing. So we're shooting at a thousand frames per second on a phantom camera. And Ed is freeze framing and cap or is capturing the frame where I pull the trigger. Okay. So this is where I take my shot. Remember, guys. Yeah, obviously I'm pretty far off the mark here. Um, like I, yeah, I missed. But no, no, I'm saying oh. how how he could tell when you pull the trigger. Oh no, that's not how he can tell. Oh okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's just really easy to tell because it's at a thousand frames per second, and every frame is like crystal clear. It's so sharp. It looks like a still image. CS:GO. When you shoot, they can't hear you. You have to come over here. Well, I was mostly talking to you guys. But in CS:GO, when you shoot, um, when you're scoped in, it actually freezes for like two or three frames. So it's like move, 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 and it stops. Oh, okay. And then the recall happens. Yeah. So that's how I could tell when you so That's how you could tell. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Cool. So basically what we're looking at is at 60 hertz versus 240 hertz, where I took my shot. So this guy right here <laughs> jumps out from around this corner or runs out from around this corner. Now he's holding a knife, but he's actually not running at full knife speed. It's about 80%. Um, so here's, here's my first shot. That one, I got him. So this is probably the next run now. Yeah, this is uh, at 558 milliseconds-ish, and then 858 milliseconds. So it took sense. me about a third of a second to take my second shot. Okay, uh, this is a new run. So this is, yeah, run two, shot, run two, shot one, I missed. Run two, shot two, I think that was actually a miss. Really? I don't, yeah, I don't think I got him on that one. Um, no, wait, that looks it's like on. it was probably a hit. Remember, too, that, that there's issues with hit detection in the game. So we are capturing not necessarily... The hitbox location. In the... Yeah, hitbox location. We're capturing how well our gamer managed to click on the target. So if the, if the hitbox is off and it registers as a miss, we're not penalizing our gamer for that. Okay. Because that doesn't tell us anything valuable about how well people can aim at 60 versus 240 hertz. That's more game knowledge. Okay, so here's run three, shot one. Uh, that that was a miss, by the way. It looks like it's just over his. Uh, let me just. There's a touch screen. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so that was pretty close. Um, and then this is my second shot. That ended up yeah. being a hit, I right believe. Right on. Okay, so that's all at 60 hertz. So now we're at 240. Hertz. Are you guys supposed to be trying to pull headshots? Because you're you're yes. mostly okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. I well, I don't know if Ed, did you try for a headshot every time? Uh, I didn't. Consciously trying? Not consciously, okay. Actually, so I missed, I think, all my 60 hertz shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, the results are going to be really interesting because. Wow. No the big. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Because this, honestly, this video is fascinating regardless of how much I try to spoil. Uh, because one of, the mo one of the biggest takeaways was how differently everyone aimed. So we'd love to have a much bigger sample size because check this out. Oh, wait, are we frozen? We're back. So check this out, you guys. That was weird. OBS froze. Yeah, so I just saw so that. you guys know, that was OBS. Don't blame Floatplane, please. You, you guys should get. I know. Like. Um, just a different computer. Oh yeah, no, I'm not even talking about that though. <laughs> get get like Logitech to work with you guys and bring in the C9 team. Yeah, we'd that love would to. That'd be sick. We'd love to do it again with pro gamers. That's fine. They're still pro gamers. They're still on a completely different level from us. All right, so anyway, let's, let's look at this. So my, wow. my first, so my first 240 hertz shot, you can see, I, it actually took me almost a second. What's funny is my first your shot- Your first one was really fast. At 60 hertz, I mean, I took my second Even shot. Your second one was oh no, really this fast. is round one, no, this is run one, shot one. Uh, so that's like similar. So I'm not even going any faster. Also, I think, uh, here we go. Not even going any faster. Um, but what's really interesting is these are all headshots. One, two, three, those were all hits. So the way that I line up my shots, I'm actually, so remember when we played the, uh, PUBG and I was yeah. playing for the first time, we got yeah. chicken dinner on our first game. I think yeah. we got two chicken dinners that night, didn't we? We, uh, yes, and we only played three games, I think. Four. 
four games. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's you, only one gap between the wins. So I was I was being really hard on myself because I like didn't know what ammo went in any of the guns. I don't know the maps. I don't know any of the mechanics of the game. Like I felt like a complete idiot. But it didn't really matter. You were telling me I was helpful, yeah. and I was like, I don't feel that helpful. But then what the one thing that I was doing was I was dealing damage from far away. And when I was watching the way that I aim at 1,000 frames per second, it makes so much sense. So I'm a good shot, but not in close quarters. I aim like a sniper no matter what I'm doing. <laughs> so what I'll try to do is I will try, I will watch my target. I will watch for an opportunity because I have this mindset in the back of my mind, even when I'm not thinking about it, that every time I pull the trigger, I'm giving them an opportunity to find me. Okay. So I tend not to pull the trigger any more than I have to, compared to Ed, who he's just like, there it is. First, there's a flick. He'll try to just go for the flick shot, flick shot kill. Then he's like tracking it. Bang, 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 bang. He's just pulling the trigger as often as he can. And you're doing like two per run. Whereas I got no more than two shots out per run. I think three was my max, wasn't it? I think. Like barely. Four and like one into a wall. Did I do four? And the, but one was into yeah. the wall where he went out. So I was like, I'm like, go. Go. So my accuracy or precision Precision accuracy. Is, uh, accuracy. Yeah. My accuracy was actually no different at 60 versus 240 hertz, but my kill times were actually lower. So this is only 651 milliseconds. This one's 905, this one's 1200. So my average kill time was actually lower and my kill consistency was higher. Um, at, so at higher. Frame rates? At a higher frame rate. Fresh, refresh rate? But if you look at my actual spread. Yeah. It's like. Pretty freaking consistent. Pretty consistent. Yeah, because in those games in PUBG, I remember relatively early on, we figured just give you a sniper and you can spot people. And then we started realizing that give you a sniper and then they're all at half HP when we fight them. And we're like, well, that's pretty neat. <laughs> that's kind of nice. So this is cool. <laughs> this is at at 60 hertz. So that's his first shot, like way off, way off. Okay, so he managed to hit him here, I think. No, he missed. Never mind. So that's a near miss. But you got to scroll down. We can't see the cross. That's the cross, isn't it? No. Oh, whoops. It's way down here. Sorry. Oh no, it's a body shot. Body shot. But we we're going for the head, so that's a miss. Uh, sorry, Ed. <clears throat> Another thing I that's a say. miss. That's a miss. We were running at 2.4 sensitivity because Linus uh, thought that. The 1.4 was too slow. Okay, so we were running at more like my preferred mouse sensitivity. Why don't you guys just have different? Because we wanted that the, we wanted the only variable to be refresh rate and gamer. Okay, so, but okay, all right. And we I had sort of hear you, but if he's we had practice slower, runs, we had practice runs. Okay, it's still Ed, it's a bit it's a bit. Ed agreed with the methodology. You agreed to it. Yeah. So now <laughs> the ship has sailed. All right. So anyway, so if you look through here, whoops. Oh, that was weird. Oh, yeah, that was weird. So these are all 60 hertz runs. And you can see he's like kind of all over the place compared to my shots. But watch this. This is his 240 hertz results. Oh, my God. So <laughs> the way, the way that. This is all on the head. The way that Ed aims, when we watch his movements, is so different from the way that I aim that the way that 240 hertz benefits him ends up being completely different from the way it benefits me. Because I am gonna watch for my target to move in a consistent manner. I'm gonna track them and pull the trigger when I'm ready. So it took me longer at 60 hertz to do that. Yeah, so you're gonna be able to start those processes a little bit faster. Yeah. And it makes it easier for, because the animation is smoother, it makes it easier for me Stay to track on. it. And Ed, because he's trying to flick across it, he's actually got two moving things that he's watching. His, he's got his crosshair and he's got the target. And he's trying to kind of like line them up. The more data you can get into his brain, the better the chance that he's gonna make that, make that shot. And when he doesn't have it, he's like, 
what year is it? <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> and then Gav, Gav from Slow Mo Guys, he was fascinating too, but I'm not going to spoil any of that right now. Okay. But it, it is an utterly riveting video. Uh, really, uh, it was a lot of fun. You to guys make. should, maybe not this year because we're like legit running out of time. Yeah. But it would be really cool if you guys did like an aiming workshop at LTX. An aiming workshop? So you like do this with people at LTX and like show them That'd how be they. That would cool. I don't think we could get it in time. No, this, this doesn't year. sound like a 2019 thing. Yeah. This sounds like something where we'd have to really give some thought to the layout of the booth. Like, we'd have to have, like, a few stations and a few phantoms and, like, operators who are trained on how to do it. And, like, you'd have to kind of come back in an hour or yeah. something and analysis. do your... Yeah. Oh, that's cool, yeah. So we could actually do analysis of your aiming style. This I is another where, like, I don't know necessarily who, but it would be cool if you worked with, a like, a pro team. And have the pro team yeah. break down people's. Hell yeah. That would be best, really cool. Best aimer, best FPS player of all time. IMO. Um, so, Shroud, yeah, because be Ed's sweet. not on the mic. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. We should Good probably call. do some super chats, and I think that's pretty much it for the show today, Bye. guys. Um, other side guy says, your thoughts on Google Stadia wow, and other streaming services silently killing off mod development and mod installation due to no obvious file access, meaning mods that can, can <clears throat> meaning mods can't be made or used. Um, yeah, you know what? It's just one of the disadvantages of moving gaming into the cloud. So disadvantage number one is of course latency. That's the most obvious one. Disadvantage number two is uh, shoot where oh yeah right that you are relying not just on the game service but also the streaming service in order to continue to have access to your games in some situations and we're already running into that a lot like there's yep. a ton of games out there that uh, you know when it first started happening I think people didn't think it was a big deal this transition from dedicated servers that are self-hosted by gamers to community servers that are hosted instead by the game developer um, when it first started happening it didn't seem like a big deal because every game was still playable. But as those ones with developer-hosted servers have started to disappear, there's like entire, there's huge gaps in the history of gaming that simply cannot be experienced anymore. Um, and there's some teams that have worked really hard to fill those gaps, but it's not going to be possible with everything. That's right. Um, due, to, due to various reasons. And yep, the stuff that it reasons, is possible for, reasons. you're going to have to have a team of people or at least one really dedicated person who are dedicated enough to work through all of that stuff to force it to actually function. Yep. Or a developer slash publisher that is willing to allow it. like um, Which has happened. Like Supreme Commander. Um, so yeah, that's, that's yet another problem. And then problem number three is, yeah, yeah, modding. I think it's, uh, it's going to be, okay. It's going to be a problem, but I also think it's not going to be as big a problem as those other things are because, quite frankly, the type of people who are willing to settle for a Stadia-like experience um, with respect to latency and with respect to not owning the software that they buy, um, we're unlikely to start digging around in config files and uh, downloading texture packs. Now, with that said, modding is a lot simpler these days than it used to be thanks to innovations like the Steam Workshop. Um, but I just don't see it being as big of an issue compared to those other two, um, just because I think it's kind of a different customer, and we're going to have a really long overlap between cloud gaming and local gaming, just because game developers want the largest possible install base for their software. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a big problem. I just I don't think it's a problem yet, and I don't have a solution. Yeah. Uh, other side guy. Where is the Tech Yes loving for our boy Brian from Tech Yes City? Um, LTX invite. So part of the problem with inviting everyone is that um, flights and accommodations are really expensive. And part of the problem with including people from way, way overseas is that those flights are particularly expensive. Um, so there was no real, like, there's no real discrimination. Um, People who reached out to us early on got budget, and people who didn't, uh, didn't in some cases. Like, uh, I will say Hardware Canucks has made a huge effort to be there. They were really late getting back to us, but they ended up agreeing to split the cost with us. 
so that they could be there. Um, so that you know allowed us to work around our budgetary constraints. We did have to stretch a little bit for them, but they kicked in. So that that's how they're able to be there. Like we've we've worked with people to make it as easy as possible to have as many creators there as possible, but we can't have everyone. Also, I did meet with Brian at Computex. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, JS Democratic use super chats to support free geek question mark. Um, no, I think we we called out people to uh, to support free geek directly last week. That was sort of the strat. Um, Simon, love the land show and float plane for iOS. It's coming. Yeah, it's actually it's been developed in parallel with the Android app. It's yeah. just taking longer to get App Store. There's some there's a massive amount more hurdles you have to jump to get on App Store. Not this time, says, do you recommend Linux? Uh, depends what you're doing, yeah. but yeah. But if you're depends a video what you're editor, doing. probably not. If no. you're like gonna browse the internet, why not? I'd, I'd, oh yeah, sure. speaking of OS's, I'd take over Chrome OS. Linux, yeah. If I have to learn something anyway. Yeah. Dane says, last week, my $5 chat was not read. Ugh. I said, take this $5 and throw it on the street. Just toss it there and make that $10 now. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Specifically you, Luke, apparently. Oh. Um, yeah. Or you could just buy food. Heck yeah. Instead of throwing it on the street. Yeah. Especially because I wasn't going to pass that super chat through to you anyway. Yeah. That's not really how it works. Yeah. Um, Borna says, had to use a VPN to give you money from Croatia. P.S. Please float plane for Android TV app. Oh, it's there's there's so much one of the do. things about making like a modern video playing app uh, or website or whatever is that a lot of those platforms or apps or whatever have like 10 trillion features so we're working on it there is actually a lot of features in the app right now there's just also quite a massive pile more to go so there's 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 features coming uh, right now I believe the main thing that's being worked on is casting um, so that's coming. That'll be cool. Already partially works, and there's more stuff coming down the pipeline, including dark mode and all this other kind of stuff that people are asking for. We are listening. It is coming. But you gotta give us, you gotta give us some time, man. Uh, Scratter says June 21st, 2019. Windows will be free to install as per Linus three years from now. There it is. Boom. Um, Midland Productions. Good evening, you guys. I was wondering your thoughts on something. Would you say SATA SSDs are standard for computer builds now, or have NVMe SSDs surpassed them already? It depends. Uh, on mobile, NVMe is everywhere. Um, but I would still say that SATA is good enough for the vast majority of people. Yeah. And a lot of the time, you'll see M.2s in laptops, and they're still SATA. So it's hard for me to say without like really digging down into people's product stacks. Um, yeah, like if you're at Best Buy or whatever buying a desktop, I would be surprised if it's got an NVMe drive in it. If it's a laptop, anything sort of premium, like mainstream premium, I'd say is going to be NVMe in most cases. Um, Frankie G says, is AMD doing big enough things with their CPUs to get Linus to use one in his own rig instead of an Intel chip? You know what? They've got an opportunity, but it's going to be a little bit tricky because my personal rig is actually in a separate room, and I use Thunderbolt to a dock to carry my display and all my peripheral signals um, over a single thin cable. And right now, Thunderbolt is not supported on AMD now, as USB 4, which is Thunderbolt, starts to be picked up by AMD motherboards. Hey, now we're talking. But as it is, um, it's not officially supported. I do believe Wendell from uh, Level yeah. One Techs got it working on some weird MSI or Gigabyte. I want to say yeah, Gigabyte. Yeah, and board. I believe there's a couple different boards that support it now. So, possibly, possibly, because I actually undid my last uh, CPU upgrade, Wendell's so I'm back on a 5960X. So. so I am still primed and ready for a CPU upgrade, and I am waiting to see how it goes. Linus looks so small next to Luke. Thanks to the Gamer Cave, Adam. You're the best, Lance and Luke. Love your channels. Learning a lot. Never get rid of Dennis, too. Didn't intend to. All right, I've only got time for a couple more here. So Ilya says, why wasn't there a notification? I'm 45 minutes late. Sorry, dog. Um, I blame Luke. Yeah. <sighs> um, would it be possible for me to be a beta tester for Floatplane as a streamer? 
So we're not really streamer focused. At least not right now. Yet. And it will be a while. Oh, Marshall says, how does Luke feel about Nebula? So you weren't here when we discussed Nebula. No. Um, it's it's interesting. I, I, I think to a certain degree, more of these types of things in our space is going to normalize this for users and creators. So that's good. Um, I wouldn't have set it up the way they did. Well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you're literally building a video platform, so you didn't. So I would have done it. You would well, have done it the way there, you did it. Uh, but there are some changes I would have done for Floatplane. If I knew, if 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 me and the team knew what we know now, there are some <laughs> things that I would have done differently. We've learned okay, a lot. there's there's a lot of things I would have done differently. There's like a couple primary ones that I would have done differently, but but there's some core de design philosophies behind how they are handling their video content right. that I do not think is a great idea, but. Well, I've invited, um, I've invited one of wrong. the creators onto the show. That would be cool. So I'd we'll love get to a chance to, to talk to them. I yeah. mean, I just think that it's like, the way that I see it is you could view us as competitors, but we've both, we're both such, so much smaller fish that like, it's better to kind of be aligned. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. At least at this stage in the game. Yeah, that, that's know? what I'm saying. Like, like we're we're both rather small, and I think basically yeah. everybody in this more specific niche yeah. is rather small. And having more of us that are doing well is a good thing. Yes. So I wish them the best. In this risk game, yeah. you know, Google has North America and South America. Amazon is holding on to Europe. You know, um, Microsoft. who else even exists? Yeah, but what does Microsoft really do in online video? They have a live streaming platform, Mixer. Okay, so Microsoft has Australia. Mixer takes up Northern Ireland. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, you know, uh, Nebula and Floatplane are hanging out in like Japan and Kamchatka. <laughs> like, like they Iceland. can't really <laughs> penetrate North America because it's really heavily fortified. But like every turn, they can collect three armies and then take just one country in Asia and then maybe start to collect four once they can get 12 countries. I've been playing Risk with the kid. Um, Clearly. And, you know, start to and just have a big enough, you know, mass of of armies that is kind of not worth it for any of the big players to come in and take that over but like just kind of keep moving around be like a a, a roving horde of barbarians you know and bide their time this you know, analogy has been not attack really each far. other like yeah. and then when it when the time comes to strike you know make sure that they're moving together against the incumbents you know that's that's the end of the show thanks for watching guys <laughs> see you again next week same bad time same bad channel bye everybody what a crazy show. Did you see the thumbnail? No. <laughs> oh, I still can't look at it because it's still technically live. How is it un unlisted? I still don't get um, I didn't even know it was possible. So we've been doing that because we've been uploading the archives manually. Maybe but why would you do that. the live stream announcement? Oh, why was that? No, I don't know why that was like that. That yeah. shouldn't have been like that. Sorry, I was thinking. That. I knew you could publish them unlisted. I didn't know you could like start the stream unlisted.